Hey, smart mamas. Welcome to the Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups podcast, a podcast about balancing mom life and work life and everything in between. Being a mama is a hard job. We are three nurse anesthetists reaching out to support and encourage other moms with hectic and chaotic lives. I want to be a nurse anesthetist. No topics are off limits. Relationships, finance, mental health, work. And we aren't sugarcoating anything. No way, hold way. This is real life, real moms, real advice. And we want this to be interactive. We want to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. So where were you guys off to? Did you say you just went and voted? Yeah, we voted. Our town hall collects the ballots like in a locked box thing. I have to say the whole voting process on paper was difficult for people who are not good at reading instructions. It is. <laughs> well, and true. the way they word some of this stuff, it's like tricky as all get out. No, I had to read it several times. I didn't read the instructions on like select two or select three. I just started like bubbling and I was like, oh crap, I voted for too many people on this one. Then I'm like crossing things out, totally screwed it up. Mike forgot to turn it over and vote on like oh. other questions oh. back. He's like, I didn't see them. I'm like, well, that's because even when like something's in the fridge, if it's not right in front of your face, you don't see it. So you had to like turn it over. I feel like this, it was not as easy as I expected it to be. Yeah. So we did the absentee ballot. And for the first time, I'd always gone into the polls and voted, which sucks. I mean, you have to go like before work at the crack. So we just filed for high risk population. So we got our ballots and just had the paper and it was, I mean, other than trying to interpret what they were actually saying on some of the propositions, it was pretty easy. That's good. Are the propositions, they're not all the same, right? They're like state dependent? Yeah. Yeah. I think they're state and like count, even county dependent. What were yours for you? Oh gosh. One was, do you agree to amend a law? Or do you agree to amend a law to like for the lobbyists to get payouts from the people they support or something like that? But it was worded so weird. You're like, okay, I I understand where I fall on this, but I don't know how to answer it. To, you know, in other words, kind of statement. Except it was exactly the same as the question. It was like, this is not making it more clear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What about you, Lacey? So we don't have a polling place anymore. It closed this year because we're in rural Minnesota and they didn't have the funds to update all of the like polling and election equipment. And so we just do all of ours by mail. So I got my ballot by mail without even having to request it, which was super convenient, I must say. Um, And it was like one of the easiest ballots I've ever had to fill out because there wasn't a lot of like choices like you know how normally on the back there's like a million different judge spots and like pretty much all of them were uncontested so it was like all of the guesswork there was taken out of it and then what we did is we could have mailed it in or we opted to take it down to um, we live in our county seat and so we just opted to drive it down to the courthouse and physically hand it in to somebody which I really Like, because then it's like, I know it's there. I know it's going to get counted. Like, it just made me feel better to put it in the box. Do you guys think it's legit, like, all this voting? I mean, it just seems like it could be so easily tampered with. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. But it, I feel like it's like double, triple sealed, and at least in yeah. The movie, so it's like kind of hard. I feel like to do it and not. Then again, I mean, I guess the the way I look at it is like we don't actually know ever that our votes are not tampered with, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Like on the receiving end of those ballots, that, like the polling places we normally go to, we don't know. I yeah. Mean, how do we know? I personally think that there's been a lot of talk about tampering with mail-in ballots and stuff like that, just so that somebody can contest the outcome of the election if they don't like the way that it comes out. True. But there's actually, in our state, in a couple different counties, you can, like, like the news has it where they're, like, showing people, like, opening the ballots and counting them and stuff. And so, um, and, like, my ballot comes in, like, several different envelopes. And so it's, like, you've got the... uh, you put it in like a sealed like tan envelope that is like unmarked. It just says ballot. And then that envelope you put in another ballot that's got like a little label tag on it. And then that's how like I know that it's been received. And then you put it in a third envelope to mail it in physically. Oh, so Mine was not like that. Mine just went in one envelope and I signed the actual envelope. Okay. Yeah. I had to sign one of the three envelopes. Yeah, same, but not the outer one. And I was actually no. that they paid for postage because I was convinced that our country would be too cheap to do it. So they would like make uh-huh. postage and I'm like, oh, well, that's going to not count a lot of votes because people are not going to put their own postage on it. So thank God they at least paid for that. Yeah. They actually had us, because t- we physically dropped it off. So they actually had us turn in our envelopes too so they could resend them out <laughs> so oh that they didn't have God. to pay for postage again. <laughs> oh my God. Like, oh, we can save some everything? taxpayer dollars. Yeah. That's crazy. So this episode's going to come out, what did we say? Like, So we're one week away from the general presidential election. So we're end of October here before Halloween. And this episode's going to come out in roughly four to six weeks. So that puts us like almost, what, into December? Sometime in December. So it'll be really interesting to listen to this once it's released and now that we're talking about voting and stuff and see like what actually happens because you know like what was the actual outcome will we even know who the president is in four to six weeks you know i'm thinking about it now and i think we only have one in the queue so this would be two weeks after that which would be november 17th okay so we'll know or we should know Hopefully, because our it, state has it has to be postmarked by election day, and it can be received up to seven days after the election. So, so how come they can always announce that they announce it like that night. Well, because most people don't vote like that. Oh, so it wouldn't really affect. Mm-mm. And right now, like some states count manually, other states count with like the Scantron things. And- mm-hmm. Some states will have the provisional votes. Other ones won't. Some states are rolling votes. Other states are deadline votes. It is like very. Are your states counting the ballots now? Our state started counting them. I think they start counting them a week before the election. So they can actually start tallying stuff. But like the neighboring state, Wisconsin, doesn't allow any ballots to be opened until election day. So they're going to have this like huge pile of ballots sitting there waiting to be touched until election day, which is going to take forever to like get through everything. I've heard so many like theories on that and why it's done that way. And 
whether the blue states or the red states want it one way or the other, I'm like, I'm over this. Like, can we just be done with it now? Yeah. I remember reading something about, sorry, Crystal, one more point on like the election. I remember reading something about how Canada only does like, they only do campaigning for about six weeks before the election. And I don't know, maybe some of our listeners are Canadian and they can correct me on this, but I feel like it was, it's a very short amount of time that they actually campaign before a major election. And even the Canadians are like, this is like the six week period is just too long. Like we can't deal with this. And I feel like ours is never ending. Like as soon as the last election ended, it just went right into campaigning for the next one. And I wish we could go into that system where it's like, you're not allowed to talk about your campaign until six weeks before the election and then throw it all out there and then we'll be done. Yeah, but then they we we have an issue because everybody starts with trying to impeach and then we go with emails and ties to Russia and like accepting money from different countries and like all these other things that aren't necessarily like campaign but they're like, you know, political nonsense. Like we don't get yeah. a, I feel like the second yeah. the election's over, it's like how can we destroy this presidency? <laughs> and yeah. Then, get the next person in and then how can we destroy their presidency and then just back and forth it is like non-stop it is exhausting i'm over it i hate how ugly everything is right now it just feels ugly and heavy and everyone's so like mean and cruel to each other i just hate it It just feels gross do you know what i'm talking about like it's just yuck yeah i think that the problem is like i won't even tell people who i voted for like even my family, because I don't think people anymore in this day and age in our nation are able to separate who you voted for from who you are as a human being. They assume mm-hmm. that that stand for a hundred percent of what the other person stands for when really we're just stuck picking the lesser of two evils. Mm-hmm. They end up like literally like discarding you as a human from their life because they can't wrap their mind around how you can vote for one person or the other. When I'm like, you this is a democracy you have your opinion you fight for your rights i have my opinion i fight for my rights or my you know wishes and like that's it it doesn't mean so let me ask you ladies do you and don't you don't don't by any means say like which party if you don't feel like you want to but do you guys identify with a political party like some people are registered with like one of the two major political parties and i'm just curious i'm personally not i call myself an independent thinker and so i vote based on that but i'm just curious what you guys you know like do you identify with these parties i personally wish we had another one yeah <laughs> something else like of the 330 million people we have in this country these are the best two we can come up with like <laughs> i think they should just get rid of the whole thing like there needs to just be people running period. This is like get rid of the bipartisan thing. But someone asked me the other day who I voted for and I like refused to tell anyone. So I was like, well, I voted for the socialist and communist group that was listed because I feel like it identifies with my background. And I said it like dead serious. Uh, uh, <laughs> looking at me Like they couldn't tell if I was lying or not. And I was like, okay, have a good day. Like, don't ask people their their political beliefs or religious beliefs. It is inappropriate. It is not work discussion. You know, like, I, I don't know. I'm not a fan of it. Do you know who has their stuff together, though? The oh, legalized yes. marijuana people. They're on, like, every single race on my ballot. <laughs> oh, I didn't see them. I didn't see it. We didn't have any of that. Yeah, it was one of our uh, our state questions on the back. 
Oh yeah, we didn't have one. What, what is it for for legal, recreational, or medicinal? It decriminalizes uh, up to a ounce or whatever it is. I guess it's an ounce of marijuana um, on a person, and it legalizes it for. I feel like it is legal for medical use right now because everybody has a like medical marijuana, so that's not illegal because the doctors are prescribing it. But I feel like it legalizes a small amount recreationally. But oh, see, not- ours, I feel like, just recently went to legal medicinally, like. I don't know, not long, maybe a year ago. No. I feel like it wasn't that long ago. I feel like within the last four years, ours did, but I'd yeah. have to look up like ours is within the past four years. Maybe within the past like six, but um, I think this way it makes it so like it's legal to just go buy in recreational marijuana at dispensaries in small amounts, but it would still make it illegal to sell, like, you know, obviously on the street, especially if it's cut with fentanyl or whatever the hell they're cutting it with nowadays. Oh, marijuana? Yeah. That sounds terrible. I know. That's why people are just like up and dying all the time. Yeah. So I don't I don't get all that. But I I feel like it should be legal. I feel like it it has a lot of benefits for people and I think it should be legal. What do you think? Yeah, I, I voted to legalize it because it's it's stupid. They're using it anyway, like what the hell? Right. Make some money off of it at least. Yeah. I mean that argument can be said for heroin too, I suppose, but at least this has like actual medicinal value. Right. And it really helps people. It helps kids too, like seizure disorders and cancer patients. I mean, it, I was it, just going to ask you, Crystal. So, not that like, are you smoking up? No, well, no. W- would you though? Like, do you, I know you've met some other cancer patients now through your journey. And have you met anyone who does and does it help them? And like, what, what have you learned oh, about yeah. it in this process? I've met plenty of people that use it and swear by it. Um, it just, I don't know. It doesn't sound good to me. It maybe scares me a little bit. I don't know. I just, I, feel I like- mean, I think if I really was in, in like agony and couldn't stand it, I would definitely try it. But I'm like maintaining, you know, I'm not like that bad off. Yeah, I feel like it's a little dicey with our careers mm-hmm. because even if it's legal, like I feel like for medical workers, it's never going to be okay because if you get drug tested, there's no way to tell if it was today or if it was 10 days ago or how much it was, like, how are you not intoxicated now? I mean, are, is this every yeah. day? You know, like it's very dicey in the medical field. They're definitely going to have to come out with some policies, I think, if it legalizes in our state. But yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, there's plenty of people doing it in medicine anyway. But I mean, I'm saying like if they legalize it, they're going to have to address it at this point. So we, I just got back from a conference in Nashville, a CRNA conference. I have serious FOMO about missing this conference. Did you watch any of it, the virtual? No, I haven't because I ended up, um, I had intended on doing like two days of the virtual and then um, watching the rest of it later. But then my coworker got into a car accident on her way to work. She got hit head on by somebody who fell asleep at the wheel. Oh my! And so um, I ended up working a part of the weekend, so I wasn't able to watch any of it. Long story short. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, just like how scary and like it's just. 
like and her she was driving her kid to daycare and so they were both in it and her car's oh, totaled. I mean, the like, whole front is gone. It's just very scary. So blessings that uh, my friend Lena is okay and her son Henry is okay too. Oh my goodness! Thank God. So yeah, we went to the conference. It was Painless CE with Jennifer Sewell. And it was, it was great. There were a great amount of CRNA moms there. I think it was 99% CRNA moms, if not a hundred, if not a hundred. How many but, people were there roughly? Like, um, I think 90, maybe 75 or eight, 75 to 90 ish. Okay. I mean, it was a good group. It wasn't like, def- yeah. it wasn't a small group. Like I think it had been, it was definitely, mm-hmm. you know, a big conference room. And then with social distancing, everyone was spread out. But um, Tanya Bale spoke, so we I heard her story again, and we met. We went to dinner a couple of times. Like, she Aww. just love Tanya, but that's what made me think about it. We were talking about drugs and with Dirty John because she was talking about his story and everything. That's awesome. And you guys, do you remember which episode we did? Was that episode, like, number four or something where we yeah. interviewed Tanya on our podcast? That, that was early. I'm going to look it up. It was early. So yeah, you guys, if you haven't listened to that one, it's a great episode. Um, Tanya has a phenomenal story. You may have heard of the Dirty John, either podcast or Netflix series. And uh, it's just awesome to hear her speak. So I'm so glad you got to actually like meet her in person, Crystal. I'm a little jealous. I I know. It was so fun. She's just so sweet Uh, and funny. She's really funny. It was episode six. Okay. So guys, go back and find it. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. And it, uh, listen to the Dirty John podcast if you haven't already. What That's episode really good. is on now? 20-something. Wow. 26. I just, just last week came up in my Facebook memories where we launched our actual first episode. So we've been doing this for a whole year, like legit. It's on. It's been on Apple iTunes for a year. That's pretty crazy. I remember this will be our 30th episode. What? what? Yeah. 33. <laughs> that is insane. So guys, how funny was that this week that anesthesia God on Instagram? Oh, yes. So hard about joining the group. He is hilarious. I love him. I love him. Okay. So. Um, all this stuff and like I was laughing and so many people tagged me in it I'm like please let him know like it does say you have to be a mom no hard feelings there's a dad group and then he messaged me and was like I just here I'll read the message so shout out to anesthesia um god it's g-a-w-d and he messaged me and said hey Ellen I want to tell you it was all in good humor I'm trying to be a CRNA mom I hear you run a tight ship we do (laughs) we have an amazing group there I'm sure the dad's group is run like crap. <laughs> he's probably right. Yeah. He's good. Keep up the good work. I love seeing CRNA stick together and your group is such a cohesive bunch. It's awesome for the profession. So I told him, if you ever decide to change your gender, give us a shout. And then I t- asked him for a shout out. Um, so he's going to shout us out. And he goes, I'm officially an influencer. Aww. <laughs> so. so just a little backstory. There's this new Instagram, like, would you call him like a, like anesthesia humor yeah. account? Yeah. So he, it's, yeah, anesthesia, G-A-W-D, and on Instagram, and he basically like just makes all these like crazy memes about anesthesia, 
And some of them, I think one of my favorite was like two groups you don't want to mess with, PETA and CRNA moms. <laughs> and so he just keeps like poking at us. He's poked at us on his feed and in his stories. And so um, we, I think I sent him a message because he was like, where are the admins of this group? Like, it doesn't say you have to be a mom. And I was like, admin here, you definitely have to be a mom. And he's like, sorry, no offense, you know, and. So we all have kind of like had some like weird contact with him and he seems like a funny guy. Some of our moms in the group have actually, some of them like work with him, I think. Yeah, or, or trained with him. I think yeah. he's a professor at a university. He's really funny and he's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you usually don't get that combo. It's usually one or the yeah, other. It's not a lot of like sarcastic humor, like in a like really negative or like hurtful way. It's, it's just kind of generally funny stuff. Yeah. He's great. So give him a follow. He like jumped in following, like he, I think doubled his followers when he started shouting out the CRNA he moms did. group. He did. He followed us the other day. He did. He took a screenshot of his like um, notifications where we followed him. And <laughs> he got like so many hearts. He was like, thank you so much. So I love him. I know. I love it. I love the humor. I love like the, you know, harmless, like poking quote unquote back and forth. I think it's really fun. It's really great in our profession that like people can do that and not just attack each other all the time. Amen. Yeah. So we all have a lot of crazy stuff happening in our lives right now. Ellen, you just sold your house and you're now living in your in-laws basements. How is that going? good we're all still alive (laughs) it's they haven't kicked you out yet (laughs) honestly not as bad as I I didn't expect it to be bad I just expected it to be hard but and it was the first few weeks because like you just miss your house you miss having like a home of your own it's weird being a guest in someone's house all the time like you just like awkwardly feel like you're constantly in the way even though they don't make you feel that way they're amazing Mm -hmm. it's just like so it's like this weird you don't feel at home because you're not you know what I mean weird vibe and they're like what can we do to make you more at home I'm like nothing you made me as at home as I can be I just miss my home you know like it's just not my home so that's been interesting we went to settlement finally we're supposed to settle on the land here soon crossing our fingers price of lumber is coming down and hopefully continues to and I jumped on the bandwagon. Crystal inspired me. I started my own aesthetics business because Woo-hoo! thing that you know. Because why not? Yeah, yeah. One more thing. Yeah, Crystal, were you terrified? Because I like legitimately am terrified. To what? For what? I don't Which know, like not the injecting part of it. That does not scare me. Obviously, like just because we have a background, but like starting a business from the ground up in a way that I never have in my entire lifetime by myself with no one else. Like, yeah, I mean, you fail and it's on you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I keep, I'm like terrified of failure, but then I'm like, what is failure? Like failure is just like, if I don't try, then I like really fail. But then mm-hmm. I'm like, what is failure? Like how, how would you fail? There's like nothing. Involved. That's like a really good quote. Failure is if I don't try. It's I true. I love that. It's, it's true. I love that though. You know, like I didn't go through training to just not do anything. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, it's terrifying for some reason. Like every step of the way, I'm like, oh my God, I'm terrified. It's a lot. It's a lot to start your own business and you put your heart and soul into it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like your baby. Yeah. And it's my reputation. It's nothing else. Like there's no mm-hmm. company behind me. There's no other name behind me. It's like me. Yep. So yeah, I'm petrified, but like in a good way, I'm excited. 
Yeah, it's very exciting. It's yeah. so fun. So there's that. And what's up with you guys? So, Crystal, you just got back from the conference. Um, mm-hmm. I want to hear what it was like like traveling during these like crazy COVID times that we're in? Like, what was it like to attend a conference with a bunch of people you don't know in a city that's not where you normally live? So we stayed at the Gaylord Opryland in Nashville, which is like the biggest, I think honestly it is the biggest hotel in the U.S. that's not a casino. I mean, it's huge. There's buildings inside buildings inside buildings. I mean, it's just this massive place and I am not the best directionally to begin with but you guys I got lost everywhere I went oh, every no. turn I mean I got lost on the walk to the conference on the walk back from the conference I mean there were hallways upon hallways that intertwined and intermingled and buildings that went into buildings I mean I could literally walk out of the conference t- try to retrace my steps and somehow end up going a completely other way and ending up at the wrong side of the whole thing I mean it was I was lost and pissed the majority of the time at myself. I mean, there was nothing anyone could have done. But um, I remember I literally couldn't find my way around it after a whole week. I'm like, I still don't know where I am. Yeah. (laughs) So then after we were there for a few days, well, I got down, drove down there by myself on Tuesday. And then it was Wednesday. I was like, I miss my husband. And I mean, in a weird way, like I've left before and it wasn't like, I really miss him. Like I really miss, missed him. So I called him out and I was like, can you come down here? And he was like, okay. So he got a plane ticket oh. and flew down on Friday. Yeah. That's so and, fun. Yeah. And we spent Friday and Saturday together and then we drove home together. He drove me home and I slept the entire way home. He's like, I don't even think you could have driven yourself home. I was so tired. I could not even explain it. Was Tegan home alone with a dog? Oh yeah, she she held down the fort. No, she went to my mom's. Oh, that's so nice that everything that happened. And, and then she was missing me pretty bad. So I took her to school this morning and then went back to school and pulled her out at eleven as like a surprise and took her to the St. Louis Aquarium. It's like a new uh-huh. attraction here in St. Louis we haven't been to. So she came out, she was confused. She was like, what is happening? And then like, mm-hmm. it took her a while to get excited. And I was like, we're going to the aquarium. She's like, so I'm done with school today? I'm like, yeah, you're not going back to school today. She's like, this is awesome. This is the best day ever. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And the now, place is, is pretty she cool. in full-time school? Yeah. She went back to school maybe three weeks ago or three or four weeks ago, full time. She wears a mask all day, every day. They have like cohorts. And so they only intermingle with like so many students and knock on wood, there hasn't been a problem yet. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Nashville, other than the conference, did you guys get a chance to go out? Yeah, we went to dinner um, every night and, you know, just hung around and chilled. And then Rick and I went to downtown Nashville, which I had never been to. It's just a big, giant bachelorette party, basically. Have you guys been? <laughs> yes, I have. I mean, it's just a giant, it, like, it, bachelorette after bachelorette after, like, people just having a good time. And so it was interesting to watch. And then we bought cowboy boots. I don't know what the hell I'm going to wear cowboy boots for, but I really felt drawn to having to buy a pair. That's awesome. I'm like, I don't Can even know. Can you please know. post a picture on our Instagram when this yes. episode releases? Yes, I will. They're they're so cute, but I'm like, I'm just going to have to wear them. And then the, I was telling Rick, we're going to have to go country line dancing or something. And the guy's like, oh, no, these are rubber 
bottom, you need leather bottom to line dance. I'm like, dude, I literally have nowhere to wear these $300 boots. So just let me pretend at least I'm going to go country line dancing. I'll figure it out. Oh my gosh. Wait, did you get a chance to meet a lot of the other CRNA moms and mingle? Yeah, I met, let's see, who are some names? Um, I met um, Malia Stevenson. Nice. Love her. She's like my new BFF. Um, Kelly, obviously, I've known her. Amanda Murray, love her. Um, I sat next to Jessica Jones. She's a doll. She's pregnant. Um, Jennifer, Tanya, uh, Dana, Stanrich. Mm. Um, who else did we go out with? Jeannie, I can't think of her last name. Bonnie Treader. Oh my God. There there was a lot. And there's some people I didn't get their names. And then after a few nights with them, it's like way too late to ask their name again, you know? Yes. So there's probably like 10 of those. I'm I'm the worst with names, like the worst. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but it was fun. And it's so weird meeting people in person, you guys, like that you've only known on the internet. So it's going to be fun when we finally meet. I can't wait. I know. We need to just do it, pull the trigger, make it happen. You know, it's a very, oh God, it's a very odd world right now. Yeah, hotel, it is. The, the hotel was basically like a ghost town mm-hmm. until the weekend. It got a little busy. They had like a little Halloween festivity, but it was, you know, you had to wear a mask everywhere and it was still, you know, COVID cautious. They didn't even clean your room. You had to cu- call and ask to clean the room. Yeah, yeah. I was com- completely out of toilet paper. That's like, how it was when oh. I was for Kelly's, uh, um, aesthetics course the, yeah. the airport was dead and the hotel like they don't clean unless you request it it was just weird like very weird but it kind of liked it I'm like oh great and when I sat on the airplane nobody was near me was yeah like- that was kind of nice but I was like I mean I do need toilet paper and then when I called they couldn't get them to come clean the room and I'm like can you at least send up some toilet paper like help a sister out this is like $300 a night to stay in this damn place <laughs> toilet paper yeah, but it was nice. It's a nice hotel. I re- They were putting up Christmas decorations. It's very pretty. They have it decorated nice. Oh, my gosh. It is like, so speaking of Christmas decorations, I don't know what is happening in the Midwest right now, but it is like, it was just a beautiful January weekend in October. It's like a freaking snow globe. We have like, we got like eight inches of snow already. Oh yeah. I saw your picture and I was like, what? I know. That time I was like, yet. did we skip of like half? Th- I mean, it was like, I mean, it's like, we're just getting ready for Halloween and there's beautiful leaves on the ground. And then all of a sudden it's like inches of snow, like shoveling snow suits, bring in snow boots. We had to like dig all the crap out of the cupboard and yeah. Well, today it was 42 degrees and raining, like cold rain. And when I had decided to pull her out of school, I bought like tickets to this wheel. It's like a giant Ferris wheel that's new. Um, And I'm like, I'm not getting on a Ferris wheel when it's freezing cold and like raining. So hopefully we can do that another day. But it was like the worst day ever, like the gloomiest, rainiest, cold, dreary day ever. That's no fun. No. It was raining here today, but it was warm. I think it was like still in the 70s. Oh my gosh, I can't even comprehend that. It was like a high of, let me look. I think the high got, we maybe hit 30 degrees. Oh my God. It's been like below freezing for most of the last week. 
Good oh, Lord, I could 22 not. right now I can't in October. Wait. This is not fair. Well, you guys are, I heard you guys are going to have a rough winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guys, this means that like we definitely have to go somewhere because somebody's got to get me out of here. Yeah, for sure. We need to go somewhere warm like Arizona, one of those spas. Yes, yes. Can we go to a spa in Arizona? Hell yes. It's going to be so snowed in. We're never going to get to you. We're going to just. Oh, well, I'll find a way out. We're Minnesotans. We can figure this out. (laughs) But yeah. Okay. So our listeners now, if you know a good spa in Arizona, just send us a message. We'll take you up on whatever suggestions you have. (laughs) You know, I think there's another good spa. I think, didn't we talk about this? Like more Midwest, like Tennessee or Kentucky, like a, oh gosh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I can't think of the name of it. But someone recommended it, said it was really nice. And that was more of like a central location for us. We'll have to look at it. We need to go. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Get me out of this because we had a big snowstorm in April and now we've got like the snowiest October on record. And so, yeah, this is going to be a long winter. It was like six months of winter and then two months of spring or it was more like a month of spring, four months of summer. And then a month of fall, and now we're back at it again. It's just not not great. But it, this weather, this cold, rainy weather reminds me of Halloween. It's like this every year in St. Louis. It's usually freezing cold and like raining. Like the worst possible weather for trick-or-treating usually. Oh, totally. What are you guys doing for trick-or-treating? Are you, or do you even have neighbors you, that you're not in war with? well we do not have neighbors we live out in the country and so normally we go into town and trick-or-treat i haven't decided yet what we're gonna do um i'm thinking i might just buy like a bag of candy that i wouldn't mind eating Mm -hmm. and then like kind of do maybe a scavenger hunt or like not you know like an easter egg hunt thing where you just like hide candy around the house and then they go find it but then so I can't decide if we might just like dress them up in their costumes and do that instead. But I will say somebody listening is going to know what I'm talking about. So I'm just going to say it. Halloween blizzard of 1991. Speaking of snow in October, everybody who's like from the Midwest knows the Halloween blizzard of 1991. And someone is going to be like, oh, yeah, she's got it. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, no, it was like we got like 30 inches of snow one Halloween in 1991. So, yeah, so we're going to do like we have a huge subdivision. There's like 200 something houses and it's usually like, I mean, we'll go through five or six huge like Costco bags of candy. Like there's so many kids and I don't know what the rules are. Like no one decided it was canceled, but we decided that we'll at least do. <laughs> what like, decided it was canceled? No one like said, you know, it's canceled because <laughs> I think that was like a, a up for debate. You know, we should just cancel yeah. Halloween. Yeah. So we're going to at least do our like cul-de-sac because the neighbors were always like, like they're in our circle. The kids play together so we can at least, you know, trick or treat with them. Yeah. Our town considered canceling, but. They didn't. So we're going to proceed. We're going to go back to our old neighborhood. And, oh, are you going to trick-or-treat at your oh, old house? Yeah. My sister-in-law lives there, and it's the biggest, best neighborhood on Halloween in our town. Like Everybody goes there. So we're going to trick-or-treat. And um, I'm excited. The kids are excited. And oh, and you cannot eat while we're... <laughs> it sounds so What bad. are you eating? <laughs> Please... 
my last bite. Please don't eat. <laughs> you guys oh my know God. all the time. Oh my God, that sound is terrible. I know. You eat, but you usually mute yourself. <laughs> I, I was muted while I was chewing. Oh, um, no, you weren't. No, you, no, you weren't. <laughs> I, I messed it up. You were like physically putting it in it your mouth. It was like crunch, crunch, crunch. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. <laughs> but I must have double hit it because I thought I was muted but I wasn't I'm sorry that's okay what are your kids being for Halloween Tegan's shoot what's that what's that lady what's that Angelina Jolie was her in a movie she has those like no she has those like horn thingies on her head Maleficent Maleficent yeah Maleficent that's what she wanted to be so that's interesting. She found it or she like came up with it on her own. That's what she wanted to be before we even went to the store. So we went and looked, like sought out a Maleficent costume. It existed? Uh-huh. Nice. Yeah. So I I don't know. Did you guys get into Halloween when you were a kid? My husband, both my husband and I were not really into Halloween. And so neither one of us are particularly creative. So we just kind of like like suggest Halloween costume ideas for our kids based on things that we already own. <laughs> so, so my son asked me like, what do you think I should be for Halloween? And he's four. And it was like, well, you could be a hunter like daddy and your uncle and your papa, or maybe a farmer. And he goes, I want to be a hunter. And I was like, great choice. So he has like a camouflage jacket and like some pants that'll like work already. And he's got like an orange stocking cap. And then we're going to like strap one of his stuffed animal moose to his back. Oh, and that's cute. A little hunter who's like backpacking out a little moose in the woods. That's, that's cute. And then my daughter, Hazel, she's not really into Halloween as much right now. And so... Um, I convinced her that she's going to be a mommy because she's a really good mommy to her her baby penguin. And so uh, I got like a little Starbucks cup that she's going to like walk around with. And then I'll put her hair in like some sort of bun thing and then uh, or whatever I can get it into. Her hair is kind of wild and crazy anyways. And then uh, she can just wear like leggings and a sweatshirt and carry her Starbucks cup around. And I'll probably strap like a baby and a baby doll to her leg and she can carry penguin around and be a little mom. Yeah, well, make her a hot mess, mom. Just make her yeah. hair a little messy. Oh yeah. yeah, I love it. What about the baby? Are you gonna dress up the baby? So I found Hazel's old ladybug costume from when she was had her first Halloween. So I think we're gonna put her in that. It's a little warm, so she may just wear it for some pictures. But I think that's what we're gonna do. Like I said, we're not super creative, and we usually find costumes at thrift stores. And so last year, Hazel was a giraffe. And she was so excited about her giraffe costume that every time she saw it hanging in her closet for the next six months, she wanted to wear it to school that day. And so we need to do a better job about hiding these costumes. That's so funny. Yeah, I had to put hers away. And I'm like, you are not wearing this because you're going to ruin it. And then you're going to have nothing on Halloween. So this cannot be worn until Halloween. Yeah. Same. Do you guys go to thrift stores a lot? I would say... We, I do some garage selling. I didn't do any this year. And I do thrift stores for like specific things. Like there are certain kids' clothes, like jeans that they grow out of so quickly when they're really little, like our kids are, that like they don't have time to get like beat to crap. And so like they're still in really good condition. So sometimes you can find like a pair of like, new or with even tags on kids jeans at like gap jeans at you know a thrift store for 
four or five dollars. So I'll I'll do that kind of stuff. But we we don't exclusively shop at thrift stores, but I would say that we we kind of hit them up first for things like snowsuits and stuff like that, that they're just going to wear limited time and, you know, or Halloween costumes, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, you know, I, every year I buy a snowsuit, it literally doesn't snow at all. The years that I don't buy a snowsuit, we get a snowstorm. So <laughs> like, but I don't want to just keep buying them because they're expensive and mm-hmm. for, for one year because your kid grows out of them. And I'm like, what do I do last minute? Like if a snowstorm's coming, I never thought to go to a thrift store. That's so smart. There's like a once upon a child. I think it's a nation. I think it's a nationwide um, thrift store company. Yeah, we have that, one. Yeah. That specializes in like kid stuff. And so we go there and they actually get a lot of stuff and they have pretty good quality. And so sometimes you can find some like like very gently used kid stuff for especially that kind of, you know, like they have a ton of boots and shoes and that kind of stuff. And so we'll do that if we need, like, let's say it's February and we're going to a Florida vacation and we've realized that they outgrew their sandals. Like they'll usually have something that you can choose from, even if the sandals aren't out yet. I'm going to look that up. I don't know if we have one around here, but that's a good idea. I love it. So do you want to wrap us up? Sure. So I don't even remember where do what did we talk about? We talked about the election, we talked about Halloween, and we talked about the conference. And it's already been an hour. Like, how do we do that? It's like I don't know. You blink and an hour goes by. But um yeah, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys. Uh you can follow us on our socials. You can head over to Facebook at Scrub Caps and Sippy Cups, and we are on Twitter and Instagram at Hey Smart Mamas, M-O-M-M-A-S. And you can follow us personally on social. I'm at CM Alber, A-L-B-E-R. Ellen is at Ellen Lawletta. And Lacey is at Ms. Lacey Lynch. And uh, right? yes, good job. You're so good at those. We have a couple um, episodes that we are working on that I think you guys will be really interested in. One is on mommy burnout. And uh, we're looking at getting some guest speakers to talk about that. If you guys have any topics that you want us to talk about or think would be super beneficial, let us know. We're always open to your suggestions and you guys always have really good suggestions. Always. That's why they're so smart. That's our smart mom. I know. Hey, should we read a review? Does anybody um, sure. have the reviews handy? We should totally read a review. Okay. Okay. Here's find one. It. I love listening to the podcasts and the refreshing nature and flow of the conversation. It's not scripted, and I so enjoy it each and every time I'm able to listen. That's from Green Daisy 83 And if you haven't, well, thank please hop over to iTunes and rate, review, and subscribe. We really appreciate it. And share with a friend. Let's read one more. Love this podcast and the content they offer. Lots of good mama life topics, but so much more. I enjoy the guest speakers. Keep it up. Stacy Vernon. Thank you, Stacy. Thanks, Stacy. Thanks, Stacy. Yeah, we love reading your guys' reviews. Keep them coming, please. No, we don't. We definitely don't. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks. All right. Bye.